0: Do you ever wonder if you're worthy? We all have different struggles in the Christian church, but I know there's a certain group of people who pretty frequently wonder if they're worthy of God's love. I can think of a guy who so often thinks of his own failings and sins and struggles and weaknesses. And I I know that he believes in Jesus, but he just so frequently questions, "Does, does God love me? Does he forgive me? Am am I worthy? I just had a conversation yesterday with a a guy about my age who had this memory of of being just a boy and wondering, am I I really forgiven? Am I worthy? I could think of at least two, if not three people who almost every week reach out to me with tears in their eyes and, and they question if what Jesus did on the cross was for them. Are they forgiven? after all their struggles, after the things they still struggle with, is, is grace theirs, too. And I have a bunch, there are a lot of you out there who feel the same way. It's a very broad brush, but sometimes in the church there are these really intellectual people who don't have the biggest hearts. They say, the Bible says it. I believe it. I know I'm forgiven. End of story. There's another whole group of people who are known for compassion, and empathy for selflessness and service, whose hearts are so big that oftentimes their hearts trick them. Their feelings and emotions are so strong that they ask that question, am I worthy? And maybe you're one of those people. Or maybe you love a person like that. If so, I want to tell you this little detail from the story of Easter morning that you might have missed. Here's what it says. Suddenly, Jesus met the women. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. You know what word you you might have missed if you've read that story before? Them. Do you know who the them refers to? A group of women, one of whose name we know, Mary Magdalene. Do you know the amazing story of Mary Magdalene? Mary Magdalene's name shows up 13 times in the New Testament. 12 of those times happened during this last weekend of Jesus' life. She's at the cross. She sees him being buried. She's there when he rises from the dead. 12 times. But the other time, the 13th time, comes in Luke, chapter 8, verse 2, where we learn that Mary was once possessed by seven demons. My family and I have been watching the biblical miniseries called The Chosen. Have you heard of it? The very first episode depicts what Mary's life must have been like before Jesus. What a dark and disturbing. Can you imagine being possessed by a demon? By seven demons? And yet, what happens on Easter morning? The first person to hear the good news. The first person to touch Jesus risen from the dead. The first person to hear first from an angel and then from the very Son of God. You don't have to be afraid. Who is it? It's Mary. The woman with the most disturbing history. The darkest stuff in her closet. She was the closest to Jesus. I don't think that's an accident. I think God set that up so that all of us who wonder if we're worthy, if our past is too messy, if we've messed up too much, too often, that we would hear Jesus speaking to us, don't be afraid. And when we reach out to him for forgiveness, when we hold onto his feet like Mary, he doesn't shake us off. Instead, he says, don't be afraid. Easter morning gives us good news of Jesus, crucified and risen, not just for other people, but for the people at the bottom. The people who feel like they're the worst. Those of us who wonder if we're worthy. (laughs) In fact, can can you imagine having a conversation with Mary and telling her about your sins? But but Mary, I I messed up my family. Could God love me? But Mary, I've struggled with drinking. I laugh at inappropriate jokes. I can be really critical and mean. The words that come out of my mouth, do you think God could love me? (laughs) What do you think Mary would say? I was possessed (laughs) by seven demons. But yeah, he still loved me. I saw it in his eyes. I heard it in his words. And if he can love me, a possessed woman, he absolutely loves you. Easter morning is not just beautiful and historical, it's powerfully emotional. It tells us that by the blood of Jesus, his death and empty tomb, we have been made worthy in the sight of God. So don't be afraid. The glorious Jesus conquered your sin, he conquered your shame so that you could be worthy and you could worship him forever and ever and ever. That's the good news of Jesus. And it's good news for you. Let's pray. Uh, Jesus, thank you for being the friend of sinners. Thank you for choosing a loudmouth like Peter and competitive people like John, doubters like Thomas, and messed up sinners like Mary. It reminds us that you're in the business of loving people who don't deserve it, and you love us too. I pray for every brother and sister with a tender heart, those who frequently wonder if their faith is enough. Remind them today that you are enough, and that with the faith of a mustard seed, the tiniest little bit of faith, you save. Thank you, God, for loving us. Thank you for your grace that reaches to the bottom. We worship you today for it. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, what's up, everyone? Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. Uh, We certainly would love this message to reach more and more people. So if you wouldn't mind rating and reviewing this podcast, it would bring it to more people's eyes. And we pray this message into more people's hearts. Thanks for your support. And we'll talk to you soon.